guys, welcome to Just a Thought Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Christy. I'm Marley. Thank you for joining us today. So today we wanted to do an adulting basics one-on-one to help you guys who have just entered the adulting world, give you guys advice on our mistakes, common problems that we have encountered to hopefully help you navigate through this adulting world. What is the first thing that you noticed when stepping into this adulting world that uh, was the biggest struggle? Paying oh, the picking. bills. Oh, no, that works too. What were you going to say? My world shattered after high school because all the things you're taught is com- almost like irrelevant to what you actually have to do when you're adulting. Or like how easy they make it seem. All you have to do is complete one, two, and three, and then you have the perfect life that you've always wanted. You're going to have to work hard for it, but you can achieve all of your dreams and they'll come true. So all you have to do is graduate high school, go to college, get your degree, and then you'll get your dream job. That's how easy life is. No, no, it's not. The reality of it is, starting with paying your bills... (laughs) Yes, paying bills is a pain in the ass. Okay, so finances. Take a finance course. No matter what point you are in a life, take financing. Learn how to budget. And yes, actually have a spreadsheet to see what your spenses are, where you're spending it, how much of your funds or what portion of it or percentage is being allocated to whatever you're spending to see how much you can actually save. So that way you don't end up being in like $50,000 debt, which thankfully I did not have. I have no debt except for a car loan. But... <laughs> I have no debt except. <laughs> except for a car loan, that's all. But so through budgeting and having a spreadsheet and actually listing my expenses and keeping track of what's spent and trying to spend less when you actually make resulted in being able to buy my dream car in my early 20s shortly after graduating college with no debt and being able to put 10 grand down on a car so and on a three-year loan but I doubled up my payments so my car will be paid off next year yay but it's a little different for you because you're living on your own. Yeah, I I actually chose to live on my own. My parents did not have the heart to ever kick me out. They would have let me live with them all my life, but I really wanted my own independence. And while I do like my own independence, at the same time, it's really hard to pay rent, then pay for gas, then pay for your car registration and insurance and your phone, and food, you know, I feel like majority of my money kind of goes to food, (laughs) because hey, you need to eat to live, but it's, it's just been really hard being able to balance it, and being able to set aside money for when emergencies occur, 
because sometimes unexpected expenses can occur. So I highly suggest you young adults out there to always put some money aside, either for a rainy day or just an emergency fund, in case we have to pay an unexpected bill. But yes, it's really hard to balance all these bills and remember when to pay them and auto pay and making sure you have enough money in your account to pay the bills. I feel like that's a common thing. Like you have so many, you end up having so many bills to keep track of. It's kind of hard to keep track of everything. Right. And then if you lose your credit card, you have to make sure you go through all your auto bill pays and make sure that you change them. Oh, yeah, that's a pain. It is a pain oh in the butt. Oh, my God. Yes, because uh, you just reminded me to put that down in my notebook that I need to log into one of my accounts and uh, double-check that card that expired, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um... Oh, something that I've been doing is actually kind of going out there and watching videos and, I guess, like, reading... Business Insider and stuff like that on more ways to save because I always want to be comfortable. And that's kind of something you don't really learn in high school unless you search for it. But like I grew up with a very frugal family, a very financially conscious family, even though we're actually pretty in a sweet spot. Um, but even that, it's like not spending more money, even if you make more. And that's a difficult thing to do because there's always something you're going to want. But then it's kind of just putting a cap on it and saying, I'm happy with what I have. I'm not going to spend any more, even though I'm making more. And then in the end, you could save more for like that trip that you want to go to coming up or if you have a wedding coming up. Or emergencies are moving. Next year is going to bite me in the butt. Oh, yes. It's definitely hard mm. when you make more to not spend more on things that you couldn't afford before. I mean, you could have a better life. It's living your best life. Which just so happens you have to pay like $500 more, $1,000 more. Yeah, but to just keep that in mind and be like, pretend you never got that promotion or whatever. Pretend you never got that pay increase and continue living the same prior. Just putting that extra money now somewhere else is hard. Because now you're just like, I can finally go to the movies. I can finally go out to dinner once a week. I can finally do this and that. So like, instead of saving that money, you end up like spending it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, also making sure you file your taxes on time. You didn't file your taxes on time? Well, no, I, I have. I'm just giving the advice to file your taxes on time. Because some people wait till the last minute, which I can understand, because maybe they're busy or whatnot, but you don't want to let it go that far because it's a pain in the butt to get everything in last minute. I'm kind of glad you brought up taxes, 
don't rely on your taxes to pay off your bills. I never do. Me neither. So it's like, ooh, look, extra money. Extra money to save, not to spend. <laughs> Mine is normally, um, I, normally my tax return is like either to go towards my car, which I've already paid off, or something like, it's finally something that I can use to treat myself for the year. Like, that's my one big, like, oh, good job, Christy, to myself, because it's extra money kind of thing. Oh, yeah, save is probably the smarter option. Because it's money you didn't, you know, know you have. Well, just like Christmas. My family used to get on me um, because what they learned is, oh, Harley, how do you have, like, so much money months down from Christmas? And then I found out it's because I don't use it. I save it. So they used to yell at me saying, you can afford these things. I want to go out to a dinner, a fancy dinner, and you can pay for it. I'll pay for the tip. I'll pay for gas, too. But yeah, I, I used to get hounded for saving all my Christmas money and everybody else spent it. It's like, thanks, you guys. Have any of you guys tried, like, the financial tracking app things? Like, I've tried it. I've tried before. Me too, but I've never stuck with it. Me neither. I don't know what I'm looking for specifically, but none of them work the way that I want them to. Yeah. Which is why I just ended up making an Excel sheet on my own. Like, I actually am thinking about making a cash flow to just make it easier to see exactly what's spent on what card and what goes where. And then from there, take that, those items on the cash flow um, file and then create a new one showing, like, just taking all those things and putting it onto one file, showing like, this is how much is spent on one card, this is how much was paid off, and then to get a better idea of what's going where with what card to see where I could cut down. Because we found out with the last bill um, for taking my shared account, uh, it's been like $2,000 in one month. That's mainly all for food. Yeah, that's where most of my money goes to, food. Eating out, because I don't want to cook. Yep. Yes, I'm guilty of that. I mean, we do have to eat to live, so I don't mind spending the money for food. I know you love Postmates. Or not Postmates, what is it? Uh, DoorDash? <laughs> um, no, it's Bite Squad. Me and Keala live for Bite Squad. We, we just don't like going out to get the food. We're content in just staying in and... and ordering even if it costs just a little bit more it only costs like ten dollars more <laughs> each true. time that's already three dollars in one day if you have all bite squad <laughs> that's not even for the food but segueing from that um adulting and domestic skills like cooking did you cook more or less now that you moved out? I think I cooked a little bit more, but I still order out just because I'm either too tired to cook or I'm just really lazy. Either one of those. But I, I do feel like I've cooked more. I don't I don't mind cooking. It's just sometimes I am lazy, so 
and I'm too lazy to go to the grocery store. Plus, it's kind of hard to cook for one person just because portions at the grocery store are meant for more than one person. So it's hard to buy perishables like lettuce, anything that will spoil within a couple of days. Berries, I don't. I don't buy berries because I cannot oh, eat all of it by myself. Oil in like three days sometimes. I know, so that's a little bit hard. When you start buying for yourself, you realize lettuce is a lot. I feel like in adulting, you start to realize a lot of things are a lot. Before it's like eh, twenty dollars for a meal, that's fine. Then you start hanging out, or you go on dates, and then it's fifty dollars for this. 70 for that, 100 here, 100 there, and then it's like, okay, so let's let's um, cook at home to save money, and then it turns into like $100 grocery shopping spree. Yeah. yeah, I think the key to it is, well, at least for me, is to meal prep, to cook things all at once, and for me to just freeze it. And whenever I feel hungry, I just go nuke it in the microwave, and bam, I have dinner. So, Christy, I know you have... I tried meal prepping, and it's hard to keep up, but I know you do this with Brian. I don't do it as often anymore because we live with his parents, so the fridges fill up pretty fast. And it's hard to negotiate space in the fridge because everybody meal preps every once in a while so like brian's mom might meal prep her breakfasts so in the morning she could just take it out of the, the fridge and like warm it up or something and she can eat it real quick after she works out or something before she heads out to work or when she does her meal preps for lunch that's also more space in the fridge that's taken up and like brian and i don't necessarily have like the luxury of the space to meal prep our own food so it happens every so often. It just happens in, like, waves. It's hard. Because you can only allot so much space for everybody. Mm-hmm. The other thing, though, is trying to figure out what to make every week. That's the number one argument. So what are we cooking this week? I don't know. Our rotation, sadly, is stir-fry, curry, um, something noodle-related, Stir fry curry, something really related, and oh, hamburger, something with hamburger, and oh, pot roast. There's like the five number one rotating things every other every week. I don't know what else, but yeah. So I've learned finding something to eat or finding something to make for the week is also uh, difficult. Five Usually, really? you just leave it up to your parents. That's true. Mom, what are we eating? I don't know. Okay, well, I'll see you later. Looking forward to dinner. Bye. You also don't realize how expensive groceries are until you have to buy them for yourself. Like, you just go with your parents to the grocery store and you... You might, like, look at how much their total is, but you don't think about it. Because now you go to the store and you have to buy, like, a $12 gallon milk and you're just like, why the fuck are you $12? Oh, it's gonna be is is milk for sure. So I think each time we go, it's $6, and it's $6 that lasts us maybe two and a half weeks. 6 to $12, because 
I have an espresso machine, and I don't like steaming almond milk, but we'll have almond milk for like protein shakes and cereal and other things. But steamed almond milk doesn't taste so good to me. So we have 2%, and we also have almond milk. That's $12 together. It's painful. And bell peppers! I didn't know that red and orange ones are so expensive. Why? Because they're on the vine longer. Green bells are more mild in flavor, but red bells, it, it takes more time to mature, so they have more of a sweeter flavor, along with yellow and orange bells, which is why it's more expensive. Think about it like Japan fruits. They're expensive because for Japan, a lot of the times, say one tree sprouts um, 10 flowers. And as those 10 flowers mature, somebody goes there and looks at the 10 flowers and picks the top five. And then as those top five mature more, they pick top one to mature all the way. So that one fruit is like supposed to be like amazing because the tree gave all of its energy to one fruit instead of ten. Oh. Yeah, no, all that I just leave up to my brother. So something that's a benefit, that maybe something you guys out there might be interested in, um, is having like your own mini garden, a hydroponic garden, which is what my brother has. And he rotates his stuff. So don't get, grow like, broccoli. Tomatoes? Yes, <laughs> not. Why? Broccoli grows almost like a tree, and it's and like the stump of it gets like really thick, and then it outgrows the aquaponic thing, and then it becomes a nightmare. Just if you don't know how to harvest broccoli correctly and how to take care of the plants so it stays tiny, just don't. Don't even try. Don't even try. I've tried. It's horrible. It's well, I'm a beginner. I'm sure a lot of people are beginners. And uh, Don't here. start off with broccoli. Good <laughs> <laughs> to know. Oh, green onion is another one that grows wildly. But that's really good if you need a lot of green onion. But you could also use it as a selling opportunity. Thai's fruits and vegetables actually come out really sweet and huge. And... We always tell him he should like sell it to the neighbors or something. I'll come by from him. He has my number. Just text me pictures and be like, <laughs> you need this? It's, this one costs $3. Cool. I could come pick them up. I can come pick them up from you. That profit margin. $3. For what took like cents to make. Yes and no, because you still got to pay for the water that he used to water it. His time. To take but he's care not of living it. on his own. So that's profits, right? So I'm there. help I'm helping him, you know, save him money to move out then. There you have it. If you're in high school. Start your own garden. You're listening to this podcast in Himalaya. If you're not, you're totally missing out. Himalaya is a great podcast listening app. It's super easy to use. Whether you're new to podcasting like us or a seasoned podcaster, Himalaya makes it super streamlined so you can upload and get your episodes out as smooth as spreading butter on bread. On Himalaya, you can easily share episodes and even curated playlists. Not only that, but we're on Himalaya, so what more reason do you need to join?
Oh, so that also brings me to cooking. What are the things that you've learned, and I know you have, to prevent fires? Oh, We're looking at Lauren. Definitely baking soda. So if you guys ever have a fire in your oven or anywhere near it, somewhere near it, make sure you always have maybe like a box or two, I don't know, laying around the house. Because when you throw a baking soda on top of it, it magically puts out the flame. So if you guys ever have any accidental fires, and we're talking about small fires, not like bonfires inside the house, just put it out. Just put why it out would, with baking soda. Why would you have a bonfire in your house? It's a unless, big fire. Unless if you made it go that high, you just leave it unattended and it could come back and it's like, oh shit, there's like a big fire going on in the kitchen. But yes, um, I've, I've had little oopsies before, not because I I did something wrong. It, there was just a, a, what do you call it, a little puddle of oil on the bottom of the oven that somehow caught on fire and I didn't know it. And that was how there was a fire that started happening. So I had to go throw some baking soda on it. It's a little messy, but it does its job. How do you get the baking soda out after it's put out? You just sweep it up and use some, you know, Lysol wipes to clean it up. Baking soda might also be easier to clean than, like, an actual fire extinguisher. Because I had to clean the mess from those up. And it's such a fine dust that it goes everywhere. And it goes, it, it travels far. Like, when I worked at... Uh, as I say, you did not use a fire extinguisher at your house. No, I used it at a restaurant because um, we had a fire and uh, it was in the lobby and it went all the way to like the back of the kitchen, which was like a good, I don't know, 40, 50 feet back. So it traveled freaking far and I'd clean every inch. It was the worst. There are some things that I like to keep stocked up in my apartment just to make sure. Toilet paper, please, everyone. Be sure to have toilet paper. I'm, I'm still talking about food, you know? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll get to the toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, toilet paper for sure. But I usually have maybe some cup of noodles, maybe packaged ramen on those days where I'm really lazy. I also like to keep... um. It's the college life right there. Yeah, I love cup noodles. We Asian, we love cup noodles anyway i like cup noodles i also like to have some eggs in the fridge if i want to throw some in my cup noodles green onions sometimes i'll cut it up and freeze it because i can't eat a whole stock by itself i also keep spam and vienna sausage because when i want a little bit of protein in there i'll whip up a can some rice and foodie cocky right on top of the rice and that's my meal. So if I never have time to make my food, those are my my go-to things to whip up really fast when I want food, but don't really have time. Vienna sausage with like a sugar shoyu sauce thing over it, glaze almost, and like a cooked egg and some rice is like my favorite like poor man college kind of food. I never had that. It's amazing. It's my favorite. So back to the toilet paper. 
so it it's been really hard for me you know living by myself to keep toilet paper stocked up in my bathroom i don't know why i let it go down but it happens so i highly recommend you guys to keep toilet paper stocked up either near your bathroom or inside of it if there's any storage in there i highly recommend you stock up on that because you do not want to run out of toilet paper because that would be a pain in the ass having to get up from the toilet to go look for toilet paper with your dirty butt literally pain in the ass (laughs) but yes it's been a struggle because i live by myself i don't have anyone to rely on to refill it for me or to remember for me thus I have to remember myself and I haven't been good about doing that so I need to work on that for sure but what would you recommend (laughs) always having doubles Uh, my mom had it ingrained to me of always it doesn't matter if it looks like you're running out or you're going to be running out in a week just buy is it on sale right now great so buy multiples of it so you don't have to worry and stock up um I myself ran into a few issues where I wouldn't. It's like, ah, I have like half a tube left of toothpaste. It's fine. And then things happen and too busy to go shopping. And it's like, ah, crap. I don't have time to just even get a simple tube of toothpaste. Um, And then there's other times where Nick's run into similar situations too. So we've got into the habit of just buying things kind of in bulk. Or I guess not really in bulk, but because it's just us two for the most part so we'll just buy uh things in like twos or threes to restock so in case anything happens down the road we're good i always buy things from costco that are non-perishable in bulk so toilet paper tissues toothpaste because they last a couple years another good one is sam's though so like costco has giant things in bulk and then sam's for certain sam's club for certain things has a little less so it's a little more manageable because at the same time, you don't want to be that person that has, like, three-year-old stuff still sitting. Does Sam's Club exist in the mainland? I believe so. Yes. Okay, when we all, like, move to the same state together, okay, I'll have a Costco card. One of you can have a Sam's Club card, and the other person can have a different card. Okay, so I don't need to pay $200 at each place <laughs> for our membership. We're going to be smart about this. Same goes for streaming. We'll be one we'll person be has to have Hulu, another one has Netflix, another one has Ooh. another. And Lauren can have the new Disney Plus. Yes, have Verizon. I guess what toilet paper falls under household basics. I guess to touch up on that subject, I highly recommend when you guys go off on your own um, to familiarize yourself with either your apartment or the house that you're living in with electrical, where the electric box is, learning the basics of how to turn how to turn off your water if there's any plumbing issues or you need to fix the what do you call it the the sink dis uh the the sink disposal sometimes it might get clogged and the easy way to do it is just to use that um it comes with a metal screw thingy that you put underneath the disposal 
things like that are going to help save you time and possibly money so you won't have to call someone to do something really basic for you that you can do yourself. But I highly recommend keeping um, maybe tools, basic tools, maybe like a Phillips screwdriver, just a basic toolkit because you never know when you're going to need it. Because I did not think I would need it, but putting together small things or when I was putting together my little coffee table, I did not have a screwdriver at all. So I had to go buy one myself. Oh, be but sure to know the difference you, between like Phillips, Phillips screwdriver, flatheads, and all the different things because you will need to know those common things whenever it comes to fixing it. But it's good to have a basic toolkit lying around, extra light bulbs, extra batteries because you never know when your electricity is going to go out due to a storm or whatever. So it's good to have those things lying around, flashlights, and learning how to use a, uh, not a power drill, but, you know, the to help screw in things. So that way you don't have to use um, a screwdriver by hand, what I'm saying. I think just maintenance in general. Yeah. Yes, because, yeah, living by myself now... I never realized that these things would come back to haunt me because either my dad or my mom took care of it. And now that I'm by myself, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So I had to learn these things along the way. So I do not Moral want you guys story. to suffer. <laughs> example. Moral. Okay. Example is Lauren's car. Okay. She's never had to maintain it. So she's never had to do an oil change. She's never had to change a light bulb, refill the water. None, none of it. Oil. Fix a tire. Yes. Please don't judge me. I did not know that cars needed to have their oil changed, nor did I know that they had oil in the first place. So that was a rude awakening for me. And learning how to change a tire that's going to be really helpful for you in the future. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to have a tire blowout sometime in their life. So it's better to learn now than later. Moral of the story is listen to your parents when you're growing up. Or if you have kids, like take the time to actually teach them. Because I started freaking out. I had a kid. It's not even like a midlife crisis. It was a kid crisis. <laughs> because I didn't know how to do a lot of things. And it freaked me out. So I'd go ask my parents, like, can you teach me how to do this? Can you teach me your process on how to do that? What are your thoughts on this? Because I don't know anything. Um, so those of you that have kids or are thinking about it, maybe that's something you would like to discuss with them or show them. It could be like a whole bonding experience. It could be fun. But then you can also know that when your kids in their teens are graduating, they know what's what, and they're going to succeed in their adult life. Yeah, that's what my... I'm, I'm grateful that my dad was a very hands-on dad with me, at least, because I don't feel like any of my other siblings caught this experience. But, like, I've changed oils with him. I've changed tires with him. I've changed and fixed things on a car with him. So, like, I had, like, a pretty general idea of how to, like, fix my own shit, which was really nice. Like, that definitely helps, because... I don't know, I didn't think it would help me in the future kind of thing. In the moment, it was just a lot of arguing with him and a lot of 
why the fuck do I need to know this? This is stupid. Like, I'm wasting my time. I have other things I can do. Why do I need to help you? You can do this yourself. <laughs> but now it's kind of like after I've gone through it, like after I had a flat tire, I was like, shit, I know what to do. I can do this myself. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was just on the side of the freeway, panicking because I'm like, I don't know how to change my tire. I don't even know the number for Geico. What am I going to do? I was just stranded on the side of the freeway. I I had to go call Geico Road Service to go change my tire with my spare. But yes, it would have been really helpful to learn all these things earlier in life. And I wish they would have taught these things in school. Basic shit that you need to know. I mean, you have Holmec. Holmec never taught you how to change a tire. (laughs) Or change your oil. It taught you how to cook food. Ba- yeah. Barely, it, it barely taught you how to cook food, and it taught you how to sew really poorly. <laughs> hey, I was very proud of my little dolphin, my little killer whale. Back to Lauren's tire thing, though. To be fair, I would not change a tire on the side of the freeway anyway. I I'm too nervous for that. Like, there's too many things that could go wrong being on the side of the freeway. I would much rather. I wouldn't want to put somebody else's life at risk and have somebody else change my tire for me on the side of the freeway, but at least I would rather just pay the tow fee because, I don't know, I just, for my own sake of mind, I wouldn't want to be on the side of the freeway because, I don't know, people just don't seem to understand how close they get to you. Excuse me, I'm trying to change a tire. I don't need you to be, you know, riding the bumps right next to me. It's a little nerve-wracking. Just a little. Oh, always, last thing to add, always have a first aid kit. And make sure that nothing's expired. That will come in handy. And have alcohol for cleaning. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, so just have a first aid kit. Check it yearly. Because, I mean, things do expire eventually. Yeah, like my grandma's. Harley found out that band-aids expire. I kid you not! Get there, and I'm, I'm accident-prone, so I have, like, the scars and cuts and bruising and everything. And at my mom's place, everything was fine because she had all the things. And then move, and I need a band-aid. Just a simple band-aid. And it, the, the stickiness is not there. Um, the white part, the pad of the band-aid is brown or yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah, band-aids don't last forever, guys. Oh, boy. They must have been there for years. Probably. I don't recommend it for anyone. Or even if you need to clean a cut, make sure you have something on hand. That's not expired. Anyway, I guess that wraps up this episode for now um, on Adulting 101. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining us on this next episode of Just That Podcast. If you've got any other things you would like us to talk about for adulting, let us know. You can head over to our Instagram at Just the Thought Podcast. I don't know, DM us, leave a comment. Okay, well, I guess the other two girls have nothing else to add, so we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.